Hey babies, welcome to the Dr. Beauty Podcast hosted by me, Dr. Anna Guanche. I'm so excited you're here. We plan to educate, inspire, and entertain you. This podcast is not just about beauty. It's about lifestyle, inspiration, life hacks, and of course, beauty. Hey babies, I am so excited to announce Susan Holmes McKagan. She is a supermodel gracing the cover of Vogue, Maxim Magazine, Sports Illustrated, so many magazines. But not only that, she's a designer. She has a swimsuit line. And she also is married to a rock star, Duff McKagan, who is part of Guns N' Roses, a right? a member and bassist of uh, Guns N' Roses and uh, another big band, uh, Velvet Revolver. Mm-hmm. Can't forget them. Velvet they were Revolver. amazing also. Um, yeah, I... What can I say? I'm very blessed and lucky. I have a pretty cool life. Yes, very cool life. Very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't ever believe that's an accident that you have a blessed life. It has a lot to do with who you are as a person, what you attract to yourself and what you manifest. And it looks like you have, you know, a phenomenal. Most importantly, I didn't mention yet, she's got May and Grace, her two daughters. Um, One is a model and the other one is a singer. So it's Velvet... Pink? Pink Velvet? Oh, or what oh, is her the name? Band? Okay, well, now, big splashy news. Grace is now a solo artist, oh. Grace McKagan. And she just got back from tour um, at, in the UK at the Reading and the Leeds Festival. And it went fantastic. She had a wonderful time. And she just loves performing live. She loves writing her music. And then she's just very charismatic and not shy on the Love. stage at all <laughs> <laughs> Love. and uh, may is doing modeling may for is, uh, i've seen yeah, her may, may is killing it she's uh well both girls model but i guess may has been doing a little bit more recently um may is she lives in new york city she's going to school full-time at mm-hmm. parsons in the new school getting a double major Getting wow. always very wow. proud of her. Um, but yeah, she's also modeling. She's just um, modeled for cosmetic campaigns such as Pat McGrath. Wasn't it her. Skims too? And Skims yeah. multiple times. Um, Calvin Klein campaign. Unbelievable. The beauty is genetic. <laughs> so you're modeling as well currently. Yes, I'm still here. Yes, I keep seeing you on the you cover know. of various magazines and Thank I'm so you. excited. You look stunning. Thank you. And, well, um, you know, great, great photography, hair, makeup, and <laughs> most importantly, a brilliant dermatologist. Why? So thank you for making me look and feel so good always. You keep me just looking fresh. And and without you, I wouldn't have this skin and, and confidence that I do. So thank you. Oh, my gosh. You're so welcome. And of course, you're a natural stunning beauty. And all I do is just increase confidence by giving people like smoother skin and getting rid of little imperfections that are bothering them. And that's what I always say. It's not about each individual procedure, but what it makes people feel like and what it unleashes in them. But this is called the Dr. Beauty Podcast, but mm. we talk about all kinds of beauty. But in this case, we're talking about model beauty. Mm, okay. Um, this is like the ideal, right? That for everybody's ideal. Yes. I wanted to ask you, what is your definition of beauty? Hmm. Let's see. My definition of beauty would be just being the very best version of yourself. And that's a different definition for everybody. And I know that might seem kind of like a broad brush stroke, but it's true. You know, you have to first and foremost feel confident and beautiful within yourself and um, everything just kind of radiates from there. So of course, is it easy? Not necessarily. It's a lot of work. You know, we have to take very good care of ourselves and it doesn't just start by jumping in and taking care of yourself when you see imperfections. You have to be preventative. Mm -hmm. And we have such a great um, sort of culture developing among young women uh, and men that they need to take care of themselves from early on and they need to do preventative maintenance and that is, and sunscreen even, and all these things. And so it's great uh, that people are interested and care about self-care a lot more than they did maybe in our generation. And so um, it's important to get a jump on things. 
But my question to, you know, and I love that you said that because I always say uh, beauty is being the best possible version of yourself, both mm. inside and out. And I think that sometimes when you, uh, when you make someone feel better or when you even just get your hair blow dried or whatever, you almost unleash a persona, right? You le- unleash a confidence <laughs> so that true. maybe wasn't there, right? Yes. And so, so that's what we're talking about. What allows you to be your most beautiful self, your most confident self, you know? Um, and, and you have a daughter that models. Do you feel mm. like, uh, I want to ask you two questions. Like, do you think that you, you imagined you'd be modeling at this point, still being on the covers of magazines? Or do you think the modeling world has changed? Like where, you know, they're a little bit different about what has to be, what you have to be, what your requirements are to be on the cover. 100%. I, <laughs> I guess I had hoped I would still be, you know, gracing modeling covers and walking runways, but you know, it used to be 10, you know, 20 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. when you're over 40, you know, even in the acting world, it's like, oh, you're old and it's over. that's it. But no more. No more. <laughs> it's it's wonderful that a lot of, you know, I just came back from New York Fashion Week and uh, everything that's hot and trendy and, you know, the cool thing right now is to be inclusive and inclusive is you know all you know ethnicities all sizes and also all ages right so it's not just the spring chicken and it's not (laughs) just the you know the token you know oh here's the one older gal with the gray hair who's a kooky character or something you know so it is getting more and more um you know, real because real women want to buy real products that they feel really good in. Right. So um, it just makes a lot more sense for branding and marketing and it's, sales because the older women buy the stuff too. It's actually true. We have, you know, it's, saved our money, hopefully. <laughs> and we money. like to shop. So it's smart. <laughs> it's interesting that you say that. You know, I um, have a couple of you know, products that I brought to market. And, you know, when we work with influencers and things like that, we might choose an influencer who's very famous, has millions of followers. And sure. um, we'll market something like M-Sculpt or some, mm. a procedure that we do, for example. And we'll get, you know, some interest, but none of their followers at that 20-year-old age group can afford sure, some yes. of these procedures, right? So Isn't then it we, interesting? It's interesting, yeah. right? And the marketing, when we have an influencer who, who is in, let's say, her or his, mostly her, 40s or 50s, then their followers are calling up and scheduling, and that's because they actually have the money. Yes. They actually are. They have arrived in life. And I think that it, you know, it's been it's been a mistake. I think to marginalize anyone at any age. Actually, I don't Absolutely. believe in ageism. Uh, I don't believe in ageism. I think it's uh, it's it's something that we're getting so good at, though. It's only yeah. going to get better. I'll never forget walking in the grocery store and seeing that People magazine cover with Christy Brinkley on the cover in a bikini and said, "This is sixty, and she looked like phenomenal. phenomenal. And I was like, "Oh my God, she's just so inspiring." And I hope to look, you know. It is and, true. And inspire that, you know, as a, a woman over 40. And and you do inspire you know. that. And you're, you're stunning, gorgeous anyway. But it's just a matter of what would the system, what would the, what would the organization have accepted on the cover versus not. Yes. And there's no reason why they shouldn't have. But it was just, that's what was accepted. And yeah. so now our young guys and gals that are growing up are going to see different people on the cover of different magazines and different people highlighted and they will not expect that the only definition of beauty is someone in their 20s. And, you know, so we're Completely changing. agree. Yes. Right? More yeah, I'm than. I'm doing more covers than ever, actually, than I did in my 20s. And I think it also makes for a more fascinating story because people, you know, when you are on the cover of a magazine, it's not just, oh, she looks good. But they they need more information. story. Yes. A good interview. Right. You know, um, they want to learn cool tips or And they want to know that you're the author of The Velvet Rose right. and that you're a yes. designer. You design <laughs> uh, bathing suits and that you're a mom too and that you've accomplished so many things and yet you're stunning and gorgeous and you're on the cover. So you have that, you have layers of uh, accomplishments and things that are interesting about you and I personally know that you're an amazing, kind, 
person. So uh-huh. it's right it's back just, at you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's just interesting to have a different perspective on on what we're looking for. We're looking for personality. We're looking for um, accomplishments and you know abilities. I, I I heard you just took a course at Harvard. I did. Yes. Thanks for tell us about that. This up. Yeah. I okay. So we were in COVID. And I always sort of had in the back of my mind, I wanted to go back to school. I come, my parents are both educators. My father's a PhD, thrice Fulbright scholar. My mother's, you know, master's degree and my whole family. I'm the only one that didn't finish the college education. <laughs> so I feel like I'm not cool. I need to go back to school someday. Except that you're a supermodel. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> well, I just always wanted to further <laughs> that my That little subtle detail. But Plus, yeah. I think it, it, it was a good move to show my daughters who are in school um, Grace is currently at Stanford online, and May is, you know, um, in New York mm-hmm, studying mm-hmm. full-time. I thought it would just sort of demonstrate, you know, how important education, education is. It really still is. Yeah, so I went, I took a class at Harvard online, and um, I filled out all the paperwork. And you have to write in there, you know, what you've accomplished and et cetera. And I said I'd written a, recently a best-selling novel, The Velvet Rose, and um, front page columnist for the Huffington Post. and But I had not graduated college. And somehow I got into the graduate program oh, <laughs> at Harvard and amazing. studying a feature writing course. And I didn't realize that until midway through the class because I'm like, gosh, this is really hard. Literally, I had no life. All I did was like complete study, study read, yeah. write, study, read, write, eat, sleep, repeat kind of thing. <laughs> like my husband's like, I just want my wife back. Yeah. And this is in COVID when we're in the same quarters every single day and every single night. So <laughs> that should say a lot. Yeah, but, right. But I learned a tremendous amount. I learned a lot, obviously, technically about um, further enhancing my writing skills and being taken, you know, even that much more um, seriously as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um and also, my professor was just completely inspiring because it was online. It, she was teaching out of in London, mm-hmm. and all the students were from various time zones, oh. from Saudi Arabia to France to, um, you know, all over the place. And then, you know, we'd have to get in study groups and... I'm like, oh, did what you do, do you do? Did you do by time zone? Yes, <laughs> you're like by of. time yeah, zone. Yeah, we did, and um, you know. One of the girls I was in the study group with was, you know, a high school English teacher and, you know, and she's taking the class. So I'm like, gosh, this is, I don't know why I'm in this level. And the professor's like, you know, this is a graduate level course. And I was mm-hmm. like, should I tell her my, how far I've tackled my education or not? So I kept it mom because I was like, maybe I snuck in here and I wasn't supposed to be, <laughs> be in here. But it just was a really... Um, wonderful thing to do and um made you kind of gives you that pathos they call it i learned that in my class pathos (laughs) is the credibility factor with your business yes right so it added pathos that um maybe not falling into stereotypes Mm. that if you're a model that you know there are all these ideas people have that about intelligence about education about all that stuff so well you know being a doctor you probably get it all the time because you're just drop dead gorgeous but then you're literally a doctor every time I talk about you to girlfriends or people to refer you I'm like okay just be prepared she is like (laughs) stunning she's tall she's beautiful but she's literally a doctor I don't even understand (laughs) she's just a freak of nature I don't even get it thank you thank you so I was talking to our previous guest um, his name is Raul Wright, and we were talking about how he came in, and I, th- I expected him to be totally silly because oh, he's a TikTok yes. star. Yeah, he was very serious and very deep. <laughs> he was talking about very deep concepts and intellectual, um, philosophical concepts, and I thought, you know, this wasn't what I was expecting, <laughs> but I, I'm like, I'm excited about it. It's fine mm. because I am against, besides ageism, I'm against yes. pigeonholing people. Yes. Like. You yeah. are like this. You, you're a doctor, so you're like this. You're mm. a model, so you're like this. Absolutely. And the truth is we yeah. all have so much dimension and so much, mm. you know, more depth <laughs> to us than what someone will just assume just by looking at, the, at you from the outside or hearing one thing about you. And that's mm. why I love having you on here because <laughs> you're <laughs> an you. author, you're a businesswoman, you're a wife, you're in the public eye, but you've mm. raised these two kids, your marriage is still intact. I mean, all those things to me are things I idolize. Uh-huh. And, and not the least of it, the marriage thing, we're, but all those things together 
are, uh, imagine, like, that's a lot. And plus, you look phenomenal. So it, it's like you, I got goosebumps. Aww. You just inspire me. And I, my really? goal Thank you. <laughs> on this podcast is to inspire people. And I love getting inspired too. So yes, likewise. Well, you know, it's just, um, I don't know, just celebrate life. You know, every day's a gift. And I'm blessed that, you know, I have two healthy kids. I just celebrated the 22 years in marriage with a wonderful person who happens to be my husband and you know it's great I'm lucky and blessed as I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier because he's very supportive of me and he believes in me you Mm -hmm. know he Mm -hmm. he thinks he still thinks I'm cool somehow I don't even know and you are so cool though do your kids think you're cool (laughs) sometimes yeah same a lot of times not (laughs) most of the time they're like what are you doing on TikTok yeah stop mom but it's okay. Yeah. I don't listen to them. Yeah. I but mean, most of the time, they do think I'm pretty cool. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they're <laughs> extremely proud of you and think you're just so incredible. Thank you. I don't know. Depends on the day, right? Depends on the it day. It does. It does. So yeah. I was listening to your book on tape and oh, I, yeah, because I listen while mm. I drive. Yeah, it's on Audible. So you guys, it's at Barnes & Noble. It's on Audible. It's everywhere books are sold. Everywhere books are sold. It's a bestseller. Yes. It's, yes. It sold out one day on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon. I'm really proud of this for two reasons. <laughs> one is it took me nine years to write the book. Oh my goodness. So yes, it's a Huge accomplishment for me. I never thought I could like write a novel. It's a whole different animal than writing a like an autobiography, like a short story, or yeah, a, yeah, or a short story. So, uh, but aren't the isn't the protagonist kind of yes, someone it's a we lead know? Female protagonist <laughs> named Scarlett. And, and who is she? Hmm. Ah. I mean, they say write what you know about. So I did. But um, yeah. The book so you're place. writing about the story of how you met Duff and how yeah, there's a lot were. of Ramona Clay in it. Um, trying to figure out who's who or what's going on. I blended some characters too and changed names, of course. Yeah. I was just watching the um, Jackie Did Collins come documentary back and- last night. Have yeah. you seen that? It's so no. good. It's on the CNN documentary oh, channel. Oh, I need to see it. She I sounds like her. a fascinating uh, oh, woman my God. to hear about. Joan Collins being her sister, the famous actress from Dynasty and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. She sold $180 million worth of books. <laughs> Back in the 80s, you know, that was unheard of. So she re-inspired me again. With I'm like, I need to write my next book. I'm going to really nail this next one. Not for Also because a portion of my proceeds go to a good cause for Music Cares mm-hmm, Foundation. Mm-hmm. Is that and not they, the Grammys Foundation for they're in, Music Cares Grammys? They're part of the Recording Academy. Yeah. Um, but they are a wonderful, wonderful cause. And I, I travel a lot because stuff's on tour and sometimes mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. with them. So I don't always have time to like go sit on a board, help out in that way. So this mm-hmm, is kind mm-hmm. of my cool way of giving back, yeah, which is amazing. so important. So the more books that sell, the more I get to contribute for a good cause. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. And I think Music Cares is dedicated to bringing music to schools, bringing music back and making it available um, to kids that are interested in learning music that now have a hard time having access to instruments and teachers and things like that is what I understood it to be um, a few years ago. Yeah, they or- also... Um, focus heavily on helping um, those, unfortunately, battling addiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, really? I personally know people they've helped. Oh. Um, a lot of people. They're really hands-on. It's not just, like, very, you know, blasé. Like, yeah, 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 we're a big corporation thing. Mm-hmm. They truly mm-hmm. help a lot of people get off the streets or needing a place to stay or can't afford um a mm-hmm. re- rehabilitation, but it also helps those, you know, battling Alzheimer's or Parkinson's disease wow. too, or HIV, um, people that are just needing extra hand counseling, uh, monetary provisions. So, so we can add philanthropists to your list of accomplishments. I would like, I would <laughs> like to focus more on that actually. So yeah, it's fun to do all this stuff, but at the end of the day, you got to give back. You That's give what back. it's all about. Yeah, always. 100%. That's how we build our society. That's yeah. how we make things better for ourselves and everyone else. And I, I believe in that too. Giving back and donating. Yeah, and, uh, you do a lot for the community. You're getting. You're doing fulfilling. those walks at like five in the morning. <laughs> What was the, She's was talking about my, the uh, Melanoma Research yes. Foundation. We do the Miles for Melanoma 5K. Oh God, yes. 
And then sometimes they get me to do speeches, which is really, really fun. Amazing. <laughs> no, I actually like it. I like giving back in that way. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely. I want to do the next one with you. So yeah. <laughs> with those long legs, you're going to beat me. I'm I not very know. fast. Okay, good. I we just can, walk it. <laughs> I, I think it's just about doing it, right? It's, it's just about the spirit of doing it. That's yes. true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, and we talked about um, the definition of beauty, which we literally have the same definition of beauty. Uh, <laughs> we do. Which is awesome. Mirrors. We're like twinsies. Twinsies. We're like a black and white cookie. Exactly. <laughs> but, Little yin uh, to my yang. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I wanted to ask you, um, who inspires you? Was there someone that is your your mentor or someone you look to or used to look to that um sparked your career, sparked your interest in becoming who you are today? Sure. Well, there's quite a few, but I guess a few that come to the top of the list, I mean, um, would be just within my own household. My my grandma, <laughs> my uh, grandmother knows yeah. so honestly sweet and beautiful. She was an esthetician also. Mm-hmm. So she, she was gorgeous. She was Lithuanian and she had no wrinkles and she was 90. And she was the one wow. that always instilled in me like, always take care of your skin, you know. Um, and my aunt, who's this gorgeous flight attendant, and she she looked like Elizabeth Taylor and oh. like, very glamorous. And she used to bring me home these, like, British folks when I was a kid back mm. from London where she'd fly. And, um, and I actually used her as one of – not used her. She inspired me <laughs> as one of the characters in my book um, in The Velvet Rose uh, – learning about beauty and glamour and fashion and how it's a wonderful expression of yourself and creative outlet. And then. Is there, is there a a thing that happened at some point that like made you realize I have arrived? Like, okay, I have arrived. (laughs) I wish I could say that. No, you must be able to say that though. (laughs) Actually, that's a tough question. As I'm asking you, I'm wondering (laughs) what would I answer to this question? Um, what more could you possibly tackle? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I have a list? And yet, uh, okay. yet if everything ended today, I'm like, I'm happy with everything yeah. that happened. I'm good. Right, I'm good. Right. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm lucky. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. everything is is just perfect. But I always think, what more could I do? Could I do more? And I always want to There's always something, though. Fulfill Isn't there? my potential. There's never the full, like, that's yeah. it. Call today, yeah. right out to the sunset. I mean, this <laughs> podcast is, is an example. I'm excited about this I podcast. Love this. And yeah, I it's I'm, I'm excited to talk I love to interesting this rose people. Wall. This rose wall is new. This, this is whole so suite was, is new. <laughs> and then, you know, there's other projects I'm working on all the time. But yeah, so it would be hard for me to say, like, at what point do I think I have arrived? So mm. the, but I do ask what's my on your, guests that. What's the next thing? Well, just killing the next it thing on the podcast. Besides the podcast, I'm always dreaming of my skincare line with uh, oh yes, you yeah. have to do skincare. Yeah, something. And then, and then I want to start a training course for other doctors to come in and okay. like, teach them my injectable. You should do techniques. a master class. Have you taken a master class? class you know, yet? I was asked. I got an email that do I want to do master class? Oh my god! Should I? Anna Winter did it. Ah, well, the if Anna Vogue, Winter did it. The then. CEO, the editor in chief <laughs> of Vogue magazine did one. Yeah, you should do the beauty one. Yeah, and I like Kelly Wurstler does the interior design. Uh-huh, uh-huh, they get like uh-huh. the A game on there. Really? So, oh. Yeah. Well, I would love to. I feel like my Instagram is like a a, a training course. Like people who mm. who do, yeah. I have a lot of injector <laughs> followers. Sure. And they watch my videos about like you know and they see techniques and things like that. But no, it would be a more formal way to like specifically teach people, I guess. Yeah. So I that's think that'd be really cool. About. I'd love to see you on there and watch uh-huh. that. <laughs> Thank you. So. I want to ask you, now you're you're sort of guiding your daughter through the modeling world, or I don't know if she's doing it on her own or you're guiding her. Do I you mean, feel? I try and guide her, you know. Occasionally she'll ask me questions, but a lot of it she'll just be very independent. Like independent. And, That's their job at you this know, age. What, yeah. What do you As think? I was and probably you were too at yes. that age, Oh, right? yeah. What? Very Mom, independent. No, sh- okay. Mom doesn't know anything. But I figured <laughs> in your case you would. You, they wouldn't uh, feel Certain things. But May just walked her first a New York Fashion Week show, and I thought, oh, she's going to call me. Yeah. Ask to check her runway walk. No. Yeah. Nothing. Because <laughs> I was Miss J. Alexander's first student, you know, on America's Next Top Model. Oh, he used you're to come kidding. over to my apartment in Paris and teach me how to walk. Oh, my God. Better than the girls. <laughs> you have to teach me how to walk. Yeah. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I've done a lot of runway. I've right. walked for every designer, right? Like, yeah. 
many, many of them over the years. I'm very blessed. And I, no, she's like, no, she's, mom, no, I, I, got I, I already went for the, you know, go see. And they liked how I walked. So obviously I know how to walk. Okay. okay. It's like, okay, honey. I know. And I then know. she did walk beautifully. She nailed it. So She did. Okay, perfect. Yeah. It was in the jeans. <laughs> she somehow, by osmosis, they learn a lot from their parents, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Over the years, I think. Right. So, yeah, no, good. I was really proud of her. And then it was so sweet. Afterwards, she kind of shed a tear because she's like, I just never thought I'd walk Fashion Week. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, and all my friends and are like, she's going to be like the next biggest thing. Like, she's so stunning and, and smart and pretty and nice and... <laughs> True, all you true. Know? I was like, oh, yes, yeah, so. amazing. The yeah. biggest gift of everything, right? The kids. Yeah, yeah, but it's true. So it I'm gonna true. have you. Oh, spin what is the this wheel? cool game yeah. thing? What do I do? Just spin it. You just spin it. Okay, it's like Wheel of Fortune. So cute. <clears throat> Here we go. It's time to spin the Cause Wheel of Guanche. Here we go. Okay. Yay! Yay! Where to turn it? I wanted that one. Oh my goodness. I love a good fashion game. It's a Fun. fashion game and is perfect <laughs> for you, Miss Susan. So uh, I want to ask you a question about a an outfit or a type of outfit and you tell me what you think of it. Okay? Got it. What do you think of Crocs? Crocs? Like the shoes? Uh-huh. Um, hmm. Well, I probably wouldn't leave my house wearing them because <laughs> I don't think I could pull it off. It just doesn't fit your vibe here. It's just, I don't know. Vibe. <laughs> it's not working with my flow. But I have owned a pair in the past, and they are hella comfortable. I'm not going to lie. Um, for home wear. For home wear. So There's are a you, time are you, and a place for them, hun. <laughs> are you like me? You're like all glam when you're out in public, but at home you're like totally dressed down? I mean, no. I feel like no? you're more glam than me. Oh, no, I'm glad. I'll come I in here for work. an appointment. And I'm like kind of no makeup wear <laughs> and like so, jeans and a ballet flat or something, right? Or I don't know. And you always look so pretty. Well, thank you. I dress up for work. I wear my makeup, but at home, I'm like, ooh, I, okay. it's time for the sweatpants and flats or I need to flip -flops. get my, up my game a little better. I'm more <laughs> like you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I like to get glammed up. Um, I just, but it's not like a daily thing that you do. I it's mix just, it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I, I think cause I spent so many years modeling and when you're a model, you never wear makeup cause you're wearing oh. so much makeup when you are modeling, when you're, modeling you're just like the last thing I ever want to see is a makeup brush or uh, like, uh -huh, you know what uh -huh. I mean? You just like OD it on it. It feels like work. <laughs> yes, exactly. So instead of feeling like, you yeah. know, luxury, I got yeah. you. Okay. What about wear to tear it? Mom jeans. I actually like them if they're the right cut. There's certain brands. Mm -hmm. I like this one brand called Koi. I think it's C-O-Y. Uh -huh. They do a nice one. It's a, a really pretty sort of pale blue denim. Mm -hmm. And they're high rise, but not overkill high rise. And Yeah, I remember thinking that mom jeans were for OPs, I call them. <laughs> Which it took is a very minute to like them. Me, but I said that when I was in high school. I was like, no, I would never wear those. And it wasn't in style. And then all of a sudden it came back in style. Yeah. And I'm seeing all these younger girls wearing them. Yeah. Like, oh my God, those are mom jeans. But I have Some of them are not so good. You really have to kind of weed like through. Like the style depends on the style. Try them on. I do own a pair. They're not my go to pair I wear, though. I'm not. My go to pair I wear right now is sort of a. I like a black mid or high rise uh ripped jean mm, okay i like ripped jeans too i'm still wearing ripped jeans yeah and what about um boyfriend jeans those loose baggy baggy oh, ones i have a bunch and i never wear them yeah <laughs> because i feel like i look fatter i don't know it's just my Same. head space they probably by the way she doesn't have if you're just listening to this on spotify you really <laughs> should watch it on youtube because she is stunning gorgeous Aww, thank you statuesque woman and so could never mm. look fat but yes yeah, i do agree with you as far as boyfriend jeans I'm, being i'm 5'11 and i'm saying that and you know they don't yeah, show your shape very, woman i don't know it just um also a lot of them aren't stretch and i prefer jean as a slight stretch mm -hmm, to it because it's just mm -hmm. more comfortable it just okay. is there's too many options out there that look better and have the comfort thing well, and what are you stylish you know what i mean yeah 
What do you think about crop tops? Like this whole trend of wearing like leggings and crop tops. Well, <laughs> I think it looks fabulous on some. I'm just so over it. I feel like it's been around since 2017. Can mm-hmm. we just move on from that aesthetic <laughs> already? Because I think it's played out and it's not a good look on me. So I'm probably, you know, just not feeling it too. It has been around a really long time. It's, it has like been maybe a really even longer. Really long time. I think maybe the pandemic kind of delayed our new fashion out- emergence or something like that because the trend didn't change. And usually mm, that's a trend that so would be true. like one season or maybe two. Yeah. It's been it's, a long time. I, yeah, I need to Google that. Like for my <laughs> book, The Velvet Rose, I had to research so much about being authentic with the fashion designs. You know, like she was, she was walking down the Chanel runway and she's wearing a canary yellow boucle tweed, you know, suit, da da da. da. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it just, um, reminded me how fashion did change, I feel like, more rapidly back then yes. than it does now. Kind of like cars. Yes. When you buy a car now and you have it, it used to change every year yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Uh, for all you youngins sort of, out there listening to this podcast. Yes. Um, we. You know, now you can buy a like a BMW or something and it keeps the same. Um, the same shape. Same shape. Same aesthetic for like five, ten years or something. I know. I've been I'm on. I'm. I've been a Tesla fan for a long time. It I just got looks, a Tesla. I love you? it. Do you love yours? What color? I got a white one. I call it my Moonmobile because it looks. I got mm-hmm. the um, the plaid. The where the Falcon doors come up. Oh, that one. Where's that one? Oh, you didn't I, get that. I know. Okay. <laughs> we have to film. Oh, I don't have oh, to do on TikTok. Yours is an SUV. Friend. Yes, yes. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Okay. You're that. like, oh, no, honey. I uh, don't. No. SUVs for me. Thanks. No, I'm just kidding. I do like SUVs. You're a sedan girl. I, got it. It's, it's <laughs> like a, it's, yeah, it's that fast car. The plaid is the one I got. Mm. Red. Oh, and it's Ooh, white. red. It's Pretty. red again. Red again. Okay. So it's a lovely like, color. Although, do you get more tickets? Do you notice? I don't speed that much. Okay. Well, I speed sometimes. But cautiously, but, of course. Yes. <laughs> Wisely. Wisely. But you didn't hear that publicly. I don't speed. Technically, mm. I, officially, legally, I don't speed. No, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't know why I love fast cars when I don't speed. It's very strange. I don't know. I don't it's know. good to have the option. You like to have the feeling that. And you want to feel like a James Bond girl to, at like, all times. <laughs> ice someone out, like disappear. <laughs> you could do that in your Tesla. Okay, so. And let me ask you a couple more. What do you think about gray sweatpants on men? Mm, Wow. It's a vision. I'm seeing things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you think that gray sweatpants look better on some than others uh, because of the, the, (laughs) you know, because of their anatomy or because just the style of the sweatpants? Hmm. Well, I guess a little both. I mean, I think... A good gray sweatpants, timeless and sexy and fierce. I like it. The, I, I like gray sweats. Just in, I like it for women. Just in general. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. a good gray sweat. I have these yeah. cute Stella McCartney uh-huh. gray sweat pant outfit I wear all the time. Um, They're cute. I feel like gray looks good on everybody, too. Yeah. Pretty universal you know, color. Skin. But I'm referring to that horrible TikTok trend about men okay, wearing gray sweatpants. I have sweatpants. to check this out. Apparently, I'll men. I'll tell my husband it's for research. Yeah, she's researching. Uh-huh. All you have to do is search gray sweatpants hashtag and you'll see what they're talking about. Um, mm. It's like a big, big deal that I didn't know about till I got on TikTok. But now now that I know it, I cannot unknow it. So true. So that's it. You, all, you guys, I'm sending you out to do your research for yourselves on gray sweatpants. All right. And then what do you think about very baggy clothes? That's my last question. Mm. Sometimes I do see celebrities on the red carpet and they wear... Like a T-bar shoulder pads mm. and like cu- clothes that are almost like where you can't see the shape at all. Right. What do you think about that? I know when you wear like the big baggy T-shirt with like shorts on it, it's called lamp shading. Oh. It's the silhouette apparently. Mm. I learned that this summer. Um, again, I feel like that fad's been around a while. <laughs> Too long. Um, I feel like. It doesn't look good on me, so of course I'm partial to saying mm-hmm. I think it's a great fad because I don't feel like sexy in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I'm sure with certain people or features, it works. Mm-hmm. It just I don't know with like my vibe or 
It's interesting. I can't because pull it off. You, you know? have you have like the perfect mermaid body. You have this Aww, perfect body. Thank you. But you know, body trends have changed. Like there were That's very true. When Twiggy's day, everybody wanted to have no yes. curves, no curves, no curves, yep. straight skinny. And then there was the sixties, um, right? That was I think she was Yeah. Yeah. That was before my time. Seventies is burn the bra, like yes. you know, just go braless, hippie, very relaxed style, bohemian chic. And then we got to like eighties with the tan, tan, tan. I love the eighties. Yeah, I love Kelly LeBrock and Weird Science. That's my inspo. She's amazing. I did a photo shoot, a cover actually, where they styled me to be her, like in that movie. It was so much fun because I just adore her, and I got to meet her. She's actually with my agent, my modeling agent in New York, and I was just like smitten because I just remember seeing her on the big screen and And just like she had these like. Beautiful face, perfect hair, body, and yeah. like just so cool, you know. Love. I want to. I'm aging myself. I but, want. I oh, want flash so dance to fabulous. come back. Flash dance style. Ooh, I love flash Off the dance. shoulder. Yeah. Leggings. With so the hot. <laughs> leg warmer, so your legs look leaner and longer. I like that flash dance. How come? How come it won't come yes. back? Yes, I know. I Maybe. know. Maybe I, we should start it. We should <laughs> clearly, and that's a that again. That is a gray sweatshirt cut true. so that one shoulder peeks out that's true that's true bringing the gray sweats full circle bringing that, yeah <laughs> it's not just for men tell me when you're looking for inspiration where do you go like what celebrities oh, or what question uh do you you know i actually sometimes just look for inspiration online like i'll yeah. search inspirational quotes and just to get myself my juices flowing where do you get your inspirational quotes from do you have a go-to instagram that no, you follow i no i just search admire or Pinterest? No. Okay. I, well, sometimes <laughs> I just do a regular Google search. And sometimes mm. I go, I think back to a writer that I really like. Or sure. I love a poet like Rumi. Or mm. I love certain Amazing. philosophers. So I'll go um, and look them up and look up quotes that they've said. Um, and I happen sure. to love like Winston Churchill and Benjamin Franklin. I'm kind of nerdy Oh, my God. Way. Next time you're in London, you have to go to the Churchill. Is uh, there a museum? Yeah. It's oh. phenomenal. It's the bunkers, yeah. and you go underground, and they're all there. It's so cool. A lot of people don't know about that, because London, everyone always does kind of the obvious, you know. Yeah, the eye. Changing the, of the guards. The, eye, the, the London Tower, Eye, the Buckingham Palace. So do that next time. Okay. It's really, really cool. I will. I love, I it. love it. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I'll, I'll think of an author, and then I'll say, uh, let me search some quotes they've said, or I'll have something that happened in my life or in someone around me's life, and then I'll go. Let me search quotes about that, and mm. you know, and then that's how you know, I, I always find wonder because don't when you follow people, you're like, God, where do they get all these brilliant quotes all the time? Where do you get these? Things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. Or now that I give an inspirational quote every morning on stories, people send me them, so they'll, they'll like message me. Oh, I saw a quote that I thought you might like, so then I get like, okay. content that way. But that's sweet, um, and that's yeah. that's a nice like connecting with Inter- people. Yes, start yeah, I of love your it. day. I love nice it. Energy. So that's why I made the purpose of this podcast is to educate, inspire, mm. and entertain. So love that. I, I'm always asking people who are successful like you, what did they do? Who really sparked them to believe in themselves so much? Um, and you know what people on along their way or what messages along their way resonated with them. But um, sure. And also, I wanted to know what do you have any special beauty hacks oh, or yes, life hacks honey. for us. I love a good hack. Tell a me. Lot. Hmm. Let's see. First up. Okay. Cause you know, people, I've had big lips since I was a kid, uh-huh, a baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and people often think, you know, I have all these stuff done, but I like to tell them a good way to make your lips look extra full and luscious. Um, is I take a lighter, uh, concealer or mm-hmm. makeup you can do. Okay. Do like a two shades lighter than you would on your face. And you just put it in the center of your lips on the top lip and the bottom lip. And then you put your um, lipstick or, you know, stain over it. Um, and it really works. I'm yeah, telling you. It makes you, them pop. Yeah. It like, yeah. The, just, you know, the old rule of thumb, you know, when you add, you know, black or makes darken it, it smaller. And, and when you go lighter, yeah. it makes it pop. And also I like that because I, I don't know if you've ever tried or used those um, 
glosses. They're really tacky yeah. and sticky. The and they, they kind of, it's annoying after a while. It's too mm-hmm. much for me anyway. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. So for me, I prefer to do that trick. And then I, I line them in a certain way. I overline them. Mm-hmm. And then I also, you know, I really look in the mirror and look at the shape of your lips too. Like mm-hmm. I draw them like the Cupid's bow um, closer together. And it really changes to make the, the appearance fuller and bigger, fuller. not just like the same old, like, oh, I drew them bigger. No, like change the shape, mm-hmm. add the concealer in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and voila. And voila, your lips look plumped. And then the other I trick I have with regards By the way, to shading. Her daughter May has the exact same lips. Exactly. So we know it's genetic. The yes. exact same gorgeous plump <laughs> She's lips. She's never done her lips, people. It's, <laughs> it's hard for people to believe when, I know. when you see this like amount of gorgeousness these days that it's not um that you know yeah. it's not augmented or anything. Exactly. Like that, but and then the same thing goes for <laughs> eye makeup. Um a lot of people, you know, we love a good winged liner, eyeliner, but people I just to have a tendency to just get the one black one, stick it on, uh-huh. put it on top, put it underneath. Oh, let's add it in the waterline. You're doing it wrong. That's too much. That's going to make your eyes much smaller. smaller huh? So a good hack is to use the black on the top uh, lid. Uh-huh. And you can do a regular, like a fox eye or a cat wing liner. And then um, underneath, I use a brown. Mm-hmm. So you can even use like a brown shadow. So it has more dimension. And then on the waterline, I like to um, do like a nude, you know, so mm-hmm. it gives your opens your eyes. So a, a white or a nude, like a white or a nude, okay, or like a like a you know like a pretty like like an emerald green or like oh, a like a green. dark blue, depending on your eye color. The key is don't just get the one black eyeliner. I see, I see. And Dimension. like line your whole yeah, eyes all the way the around with black. black today. I'm tomorrow. taking that personally today, but y'all, y'all, y'all <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I have heard about people putting white uh, liner on their wet line of their eye, yes. eye to make it look bigger, like an extension of and your sclera. And more refreshed. You look and, awake. And more if awake. you had a tough night, that's a good hack for but sure. But I, I do sometimes feel like it's it's too much. So I think like that cream color, like you were saying, or maybe a color a little would softer. be nice. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the white can be a little too. Yeah. It just pops out and I yeah, feel a little bit That's more red carpet, I feel like, if you really want to like, go for it. But for yeah. day to day, I know Charlotte Tilbury makes a good one. Oh, I love Charlotte Tilbury yeah. lip liner. Yeah. <laughs> I love their body shimmer. Oh my God. She makes the most amazing makeup. Really yeah, Pat it. McGrath also, of course. What else? What else? Oh, we want to hear all your beauty okay, hacks. I'm all about sunscreen. Yay! My, I mentioned earlier, since I was 12, my grandmother and my aunt told me, you wear the sunblock every single day before you leave the house, no matter what. Gray, because we know when yes. it's gray out, you get just as much you sun. You still if get not sun. more sometimes, because it's tricky. Thank you. Um, and I love <sighs> that color science powder yes. that you sell here uh-huh, at uh-huh. Bella Skin Institute. Um, and it's so handy. You just throw it in your purse mm-hmm. and it's actually a really, uh, nice powder, but it has the sunblock in there. So you're reapplying the powder, but it has the sunblock. And another hack I just discovered that I love because I'm a sunscreen for, <laughs> don't get the sun on the face. Just right. use bronzer, everybody. No, you're right. Even if you're 20, just don't do it. Um, you're going to regret that later. Um, so basically I use... Well, sunscreen, but I also use a sunscreen primer before mm-hmm, I even put the makeup mm-hmm. on. And you just spray it on. It's super easy. Yeah. Um, that one is, I think it's Kate Somerville makes mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm. one. And Ulta Beauty also has it. You can get it online. Yeah, I love it. So sunscreen primers, uh, I actually didn't realize they had um, the spray kind. I know. And I didn't either. I, it's like a whole new world. I love it. Yeah, I love I hate, it. You know, you're doing this. Doing the lotions and potions and serums yeah. and like you just want to spray it on real quick. <laughs> because you know, honestly, the most powerful anti-aging thing is not to accumulate aging. So almost everything we do quenches free radicals and gets rid of aging that way. Oh. But if you didn't get the UV on your skin, you wouldn't have free radicals. So okay. that's the most powerful oh. thing is to protect your skin. So right. um, interesting. I had been telling people to use the I love the Dermablend jelly primer. Oh. You put it on, okay. let it dry, and it's real sticky, and then you can put your sunscreen. And it really sticks, especially okay. with us wearing masks. Yes. A lot of times you wear your mask, and then when you go home, you take it off, and you've wiped off half your sunscreen. Or, oh, you know, that's so true. But this helps it stay on. So I'm all about that. It's all about mm-hmm. re, 
uh, reapplying, re-upping our cosmetics. I mean, I also yeah. love the Sephora lip, liquid lip. Mm-hmm. The stuff you put it on, it does not move all day. Long. Really? Is it SPF? You know, that's a good question. Oh, okay, okay. Um, liquid lip because we're, we're wearing, mar- the masks. wearing masks all day and then you, uh, your lipstick is smeared all over, over the, the place. Over the mask. It does not move. It is great stuff and they have really beautiful colors. I love it. I go in there and I buy five at a time because <laughs> I'm it. like, if they ever discontinue this, I'm so nervous. I know. I, yeah. I hoard makeup too. I have a yeah. whole shelf of hoarded makeup in case What's they discontinue your my colors. go to? My favorite, product. I have a, I have, well, I love my, my base. I love Chanel Vida Lumiere Ooh, okay. base. And I mix it with Estee Lauder. Okay. Uh, um, double wear. Oh. And I, I blend it. and I put the base on. Or, it's very hydrating. Yeah, that's nice. And then I love beauty blender sponges. Which, and so do you have I a go-to the, one or just any of them? The pink. The pink, the, the original beauty, one. Yeah, the original. Okay. And then I, I get it a little bit wet and then pat that in. Ooh. That's my favorite. <laughs> yes. And it feels and then, good. It's like a massage. And then my makeup artist introduced me to Graftobian, which oh. is a kit for contouring. Okay. Um, that has like almost every tone of skin. It's like a big palette, but it's in a moist base. So it doesn't oh. look dry I love on your that. skin. So that. Okay. I've got, I'm like kind of a makeup freak, actually. I love, I love it. I wear it every day. So. Um, What's your favorite mascara? Oh, you know what? I a always want to know because there's so many mascaras There's out so there. many mascaras. And the only one that I, I really think makes your lashes look thicker and longer is the Manga mascara. It's manga? Manga. Really? It's not I expensive. Don't even, I've never even heard of this. So it's named after those Manga cartoons. You know how they have the thick eyelashes oh, okay, on those okay. Manga? And it really is and super duper good. It is good. unbelievably good. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, you know, and sometimes I'll have a makeup artist put my eye, you know, my mascara on. I'm like, I can't. That didn't even do anything. You got to try you my master. Yeah. And you turn them so, on to it. Yeah. Like, I oh turn them God, on to it. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> I'm always exchanging. I love to watch makeup being done on me. Uh, uh-huh. I love to watch how contouring happens because it's a lot oh. like how I inject people. Like I inject oh, cheekbones. Sure. I inject lips. I inject nose reshaping. I do all that. Yeah. And the concepts are very similar to the way makeup contouring is applied. Like the way the, the nasal bridge should be narrowed, the way the... The cheek, the tops of the cheek should be highlighted, and the way the face is uh, made more sim- symmetrical with mm, the shading. Sure, it reminds me of the way I actually fill a face, like to right. sculpt the face so that it yeah. looks actually like that. So I'm always fascinated. And every time I get my makeup done, I take away another tip and like go buy that stuff myself so I could try to do it. But it is interesting that I can never really get my makeup the same way as my makeup artist can <laughs> get it. I feel but. like you do it, fam. Fantastic job. Thank you always you, have thank you. gorgeous I'm, makeup. I think that I just read something that no one's objective about their own face like that oh. you have. Oh, uh, a, is that right? You might make your face look better to yourself by 15%. Okay. But also you almost always like your left side better. Is that right? Yeah. Why? Because it's on the side of your heart? The, no, I don't some know. Connection it's, with it's, I, I actually was reading and I was going to read more about it. it has you have heart eyes do, for your left side? You just love your left side. The majority of people <laughs> love their left side. And it has to really? do with I, the, I like my right side better. You know really? when, when they when you stand for a photo with your friends and yeah? like everyone has their good oh, side. Oh, we're gonna be side. so good with photos. I'm, glad I'm on the right side right now, by the way. Uh, Appreciate see, I that. like my Thank left you. side better. <laughs> ready. <laughs> we're ready for our photo shoots. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're ready. We're like, yeah, we're ready. So <laughs> we're always doing that in your office. Our, I we're, love it. Like, we're always having fun. Our office, we're always doing <laughs> selfies and always yeah. doing videos and doing all kind of stuff. So yeah. And, and why anyway. wouldn't we? There's all kinds of Why fun to be had, filters right? and like I love all these silly filters yeah. like with like rabbit ears, and like, rabbit ears, or and butterflies, like mohawks, and like um, butterflies. You know, honestly, <laughs> that that's another big debate: filters. So filters mm, are big topic. Yes. Something I have some of the most gorgeous people in the world that are my patients. Like oh yeah, I I die ahead, over name them. Drop, name drop. I can't name drop. Oh well, actually, I can. Well, you Should can I? a few. You have a book. That's true. So I'm sure they well said it was okay. Well, because I'm going to say— or some I, of them did. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say what they do. Like, they take many, many, many pictures before they're happy with one. They okay, use filters sure. all the time. Absolutely. And they're in their, sometimes in their 20s or 30s. Isn't that crazy? They are so perfect in person. But I always thought, oh, I'm using a filter because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm whatever. I'm me and I'm vain and I don't like this or that or whatever. But and here's it's fun. this perfect it's person. It's like artsy, yeah. I know, it's fun. Yeah. So there's a lot of judgment about filters, but I think mm. that most people know if you use a filter or not. I think I, that I mean, girls, we know. 
Yeah, we all know. So I, I don't know. Our girls and gays know. Girls and gays. <laughs> we know. If you don't have a pour on your face. Yeah, not one I'm pour. I'm going to call filter. Not one line. Yeah. Then okay. <laughs> but I do also feel like filters empower people to do things that they wouldn't have otherwise done. Because like, we're getting uh, desensitized by looking like having some pores or yeah yeah we're getting or, to the uh, point where whatever right but i also feel like some people who would never put their picture or their video on social media would never even throw them put themselves out okay. there feel a little bit more confident oh, because true. They, they can put a filter the other on. side yeah yeah the other side yeah, of it there's yeah. always the bad side that we true. hear about yeah, yeah. the other side of it is this person might have never posted a single picture or video if it wasn't yeah filtered. don't you remember the first so, time you were on instagram yeah i remember a friend showed me and she's like, look, and you can scroll down on the bottom and pick. And like, she tapped on the uh -huh, icon. Uh -huh. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. This is fun. <laughs> How fun is this? But I think yeah. now, now there's a trend to scale it back and have a little bit of a filter, maybe not so aggressive. Yeah, Cause yeah. it was getting to the point where like, it was it's just, too much. It's very aggressive. And it's yeah. so obvious sometimes. Yeah. And I'm guilty of that too. But like, I agree. I think when it first came out, but now the trend is... Is to settle it back down. But yeah. I, I don't think they're going anywhere. I don't think so either. I don't think they're going it's anywhere. It's too fun. It's too fun. <laughs> Everyone likes to have some fun That's and right. look and feel fabulous. <laughs> so you're doing a show with Duff. Yes. It's on Sirius XM. Yeah, Sirius XM, Channel and what 38, Ozzy's Boneyard. what's the gist of that show? Okay, What's so that show, we just completed our 79th show. Um... It's called Three Chords and the Truth because mm -hmm. uh, we believe in playing music that depicts the truth and mm -hmm. rock and roll. Yeah. Um, so we like to play songs that aren't the obvious. You know, when you turn on the radio, it's like you hear the same 10 songs. Right. And you, we've heard the same 10 songs for the last 10 years. So it just gets really <laughs> old. And there's so much brilliant music out there. Um and obviously, so you want to give them a chance, like to, yeah. to let these people or so, play the lesser known tracks, the hidden gems, or yeah. you know, sometimes the live version. Or mm -hmm. um, we also take requests, which is fun because we've gotten turned on to some new bands or mm -hmm. music we we might not have ever heard, and yeah. it's just fun because we get to take over the you, radio for an hour and I play whatever it. we want. Um, and do you DJ it? Do you talk and yeah. DJ it? Take calls? Can I, guess, I call you? I guess it's, yeah. Yeah, we don't take calls. Oh. I got to work on that. But, um, <laughs> I want to call. I know. That'd be so I cool. I want to call in. Yeah, we it's it's super cool. Our next show, we're going to do a spooky one. We're going to do all the upcoming Halloween, you know, oh, fun. fun. Thank you so much, babies, for joining me. Don't forget to follow her on Instagram. She's at Susan Holmes McKagan. Thanks so much for having me. No Bye, babies.